Hello everyone. How are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. It's on this podcast that we find encouragement through each other, through our challenges and our struggles each day. And we learn from our experiences, always knowing that we can turn to God about anything. Please know that during this 10 to 15 minute episode, I'm not going to be judging you or lecturing down at you, certainly not preaching at you. I'm sharing what I've learned along my journey, and I'm still on it. We learn together, and I encourage you, share with someone what you've learned. We continue what we have started at the beginning of this year to to use the word focus, focus on the Lord Focus on our life in Jesus Christ instead of on the distractions of this world. And that's saying a lot, isn't it? (laughs) And it's important for us to walk in love while we're remaining focused. And we can always remember the greatest commandment, which is essentially to love our Creator, the one who has unfailing love towards us, and love our neighbors, those in need, as we love ourselves in a healthy and balanced way. And then Jesus encourages us to love even our enemies. We build upon the focus on the Lord and love, and we look at issues, problems that serve to trip us up along our journey. And in the month of March, we looked at some of those things, including facing the unknown, the unknown with fear and dread, when we should be able to use our faith in making decisions and being quick to listen and all of that. In April, we had a series on Christ crucified and he arose, and we answered many questions. During the month of May, we are in a series um, of what we can learn from the women during biblical times. And so far this month, we've looked at the Samaritan woman at the well, and as you may know, when confronted by Jesus, she decided to repent of her sinful life and go away from it and become a believer. But not only that, she decided to witness to many about Jesus, and because of her, many were added to his kingdom. So in that, we asked, will I let my light shine? Well, next we looked at Queen Esther, And she had to make a decision whether to do something that was potentially life-threatening but necessary if she wanted to save her people. She realized that nothing is coincidence and her call was timely for such a time as this. And it helped us to look at our calling. Today's episode is found in the New Testament, a scene and a lesson with Martha and Mary while Jesus is visiting their home. Martha, Mary, and Lazarus lived in Bethany, not far from Jerusalem, and they were close friends of Jesus, so he would come to see them whenever he was in that area. Often they would open their home to him and his disciples whenever he was there. Both sisters, Mary and Martha, loved Jesus, and they had great qualities in their character, but they were very different in their personalities and approach in life. We can easily identify with one or the other of them, or maybe both sometimes. And we learn from the story about them in Luke 10, entitled Mary and Martha, Worship and Service. And that's found in Luke 10, verses 38 through 42. I'm not going to really be reading that. I'm leaving that for you to do. We see that Jesus was visiting the family, and Mary sat at Jesus' feet, 
listening and enjoying every word he said. All the while, Martha was busy bustling about, serving people, serving Jesus and the others. Finally, Martha asked Jesus, Don't you care that I'm left with doing all the service? And Jesus responded to her, Martha, 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 you are careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that better part, the good part which shall be not be taken away from her. So what was that? Are you surprised at what Jesus said? Doesn't it make you think, what is it that we do for, G- for God, for Jesus, that's not as important as spending time with Him? I can know myself that sometimes I can be very busy doing my service, like church work or something, and not feel like I have time to pray. We need to think about our priorities. Worshiping the Lord is far more important than serving. As we can see in this story and in other passages, Martha appears to be the leader, the head of the household. She is hospitable, social, practical, and efficient. She is task-oriented, service-oriented. And she is so close to Jesus that she feels comfortable in saying to him, you know, don't you care that I'm doing all the work? But Mary, we can identify also with. Mary, on the other hand, is more laid back, calm, peaceful, and humble. She is patient and filled with reverential fear and love of the Lord. Mary is dedicated to Jesus, and her priority is to remain in His presence, to worship, honor, and listen to the wisdom that Jesus has to share. She is close to Jesus, and she feels comfortable in expressing her devotion to Him at His feet. So many of us can identify with Mary. Each woman has great qualities that we need in our Christian walk. So why, with Mary working so hard in her service, did He say say that Mary, who was at His feet worshiping Him, that that Mary had chosen the better part, the good part? In that instance, Mary had recognized her priority, worshiping the Lord, while Martha had become so distracted with serving everyone that she wasn't really noticing Jesus in the present moment. She wasn't in His presence like Mary was. Distractions happen even while you're doing good. Well, I believe that the lesson in this story is that life happenings, events, celebrations, and even being busy while in our service for the Lord, our mission work, our outreaches, that can distract us from the better thing, which is the good part, and that is to be still and calm and peaceful, worshiping the Lord in His presence. Mm. Too easily we can get caught up in those tasks in our busy schedules, even if they are for a good cause, and we can lose sight of our priority, our top priority, which is Jesus. I want to add that we also spend our time looking at the past, all the sorrows and anger and unforgiveness and fear that resides there. Those are distractions too, at our problems in the here and now. And we can worry about the future. All those are distractions from our priorities, from our focus in the Lord. The past we can leave in the past, 
and we can focus on the present moment and we can have a hopeful outlook for the future. Faith, have faith in the future. We cast our cares on the Lord and in faith we leave it all with Him. With health issues we pray as in Jeremiah 17, 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. And as for the future we have, that we have no control over, we look, look up to the Lord for the future with patient faith and hope and for eternity with Him. This is only a temporary status right now where we can have an eternity with the Lord. So, what should be our priorities in life? Let's see what Jesus himself said in the Gospel of Matthew and in Mark. The greatest commandment, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. And secondly, love your neighbor as yourself. So we see while we do love our neighbors, we strive to help those in need and to share the good news of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus with them. That is not our first priority. Our greatest and first priority is love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. We can see then that Mary had definitely chosen that good part to worship Jesus while Martha was distracted while she was in the service, anxious serving the Lord and others. How do we worship the Lord? We do this every day as we pray continually, and that is having a conversation with the Lord in our relationship with Him, praising Him with thanksgiving, being grateful for everything, singing and worshiping Him, studying the Word of God, studying the Word of God and taking quality time to seek His face, to seek His presence. If you were to compare yourself with Martha or Mary, which would you be most like? Or does it depend on the circumstances? If I were to answer that for myself, I believe I do have a mixture of service and worship, and so I need to be ever noticing what my priorities should be. Not let myself get out of balance or somewhat lopsided while I'm busy doing good stuff. Looking at Martha and Mary, we can strive to serve the Lord, but always keep our priorities straight. Worship comes first, and in that prioritization, we are taking steps that will enable us to overcome challenges in our life. Well, you know, there was a time in my life when I was desperately lost, hurting and afraid. I had suffered from various abuses, child abuse, domestic violence, and then the abuse of toxic people. I grieved over the loss of loved ones. I had major back surgery. Can anyone resonate with those trials that I'm speaking of? But God worked miracles in my life. He rescued me. He delivered me time and time again. And I did not ever deserve it. When I came to Jesus, everything changed. I was no longer alone. I am healed. I have joy in my heart, replacing the brokenness. And this is what I want for every person. So I share the good news of Jesus whenever I can. The most awesome thing that you can do in your relationship with the Lord is to rededicate yourself or come to Jesus. God's amazing love is demonstrated for us in John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him 
should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then Jesus himself said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So I'm asking you and encouraging you to confess. Confess the Lord today. Confess your sins. And and I, regardless of where you stand today, I ask you to pray with me now and say it out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is the only begotten Son. And I believe that Jesus came to earth, suffered on the cross, and died for my sins. And He arose in three days. He defeated death. But look at me. I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. I repent of my sins. I walk away from my sinful life. Lord, help me because I will be tempted. I need you, Jesus. I am hopeless without you. I ask you now, come into my heart, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And out of gratitude and thankfulness, I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you said this prayer with me, you have begun your relationship with Jesus. And I encourage you now to read and study the Word of God. And in that, you will learn more and more about the character of Jesus and the promises that the Lord has for you. And always praise, always obey, have gratitude for everything, and your faith will grow. I encourage make Jesus the Anointed One your focus in your life ministry. And His unfailing love, rely upon the Lord for help through all of your struggles, troubles, and you will find peace and joy inside, regardless of what's going on in the world. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Well, I want to thank you for joining me again in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning with challenges and um, overcoming. And then on Wednesdays, we have Sword of the Spirit, which is a reading from the Word of God. And then most Fridays, we have Karen's Book Corner, where I talk about and read some from books I've written. I invite you to share all your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is always welcome at my website. You can go to the contact page, KarenJaneCasey.com, C-A-R-I-N-J-A-Y-N-E-C-A-S-E-Y. And when you go there, you'll see information about my books, blogs, podcasts, and even some reference material regarding domestic violence. Well, thank you and God bless.